How's it going, everyone? And welcome back to another episode of Opinioneering. I'm very excited about today's episode because we actually have a fan on an episode. Um, I'll let him introduce himself to you, but he, uh, you know, we went to him and talked to him because he's been talking about how much he enjoys listening to our podcast. So we were like, hey, you know, if you want to come on to an episode, come on down. You're the next contestant on Opinioneering. But anyways, so before we get to the episode, I'll let him introduce himself. I'll let him introduce himself to you. That's what I was trying to say. Promise. I just want to get out some announcements and some really cool things. So uh, first and foremost, go like, share, subscribe us on iTunes. Give us an iTunes review, Apple Podcasts as well. Go ahead and check us out on social media at Opinioneering on Facebook and Instagram. We get to interact with our peeps. We get to interact with our fans on there. And yeah, we're really excited for when anyone... Uh, you know, post some stuff. So, which I'm going to write, read another review, which was given to us on our Instagram. So again, if you have a review of something or you make a comment when we ask a question on our opinioneering Instagram page or our Facebook page, and if you answer the question or if you put in some input, I'll put it right here in the section. So, uh, on the release of the Aquaman poster, um, we asked, "What are your all thoughts on the poster?" And the trailer is about to drop here at Comic Con coming up this weekend. And we got another shout out from artist marco and he says i really want it to be good i think the the patter is very engaging i appreciate them trying to make aquaman more badass to appeal to today's culture although i think dceu missed a casting opportunity not casting jason momoa as lobo in future productions but i'm keeping an open mind that's actually a really cool idea i think jason momoa would be the perfect lobo i think that's actually really 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 smart um, yeah, uh, I mean, I'm going to try to keep an open mind. Track record is DC's, in our, my opinion, is not doing great. But I think this is actually a good outlook that you have, Marco. And it's really cool. So um, you've been commenting a lot. So maybe next time you can come on the show. Just let us know. Send us a message. Also, we have uh, Blara777. She says, I am so excited. There was like five O's on that. Um, someone else, uh, a likely story. She wrote, should make a splash. Yeah, I see what you did there. <laughs> so, yeah, we're really excited to watch the uh, Aquaman trailer this weekend to see what we can do, uh, what we can do, what we can uh, take from it, and what we're going to be expecting going in the future. Um, again, thank you all so much for keeping up with us and uh, our release schedule. Now that's a little bit more consistent. Thank you all so much. Don't forget to share opinioneering with your nerd culture friends and the people who enjoy movies and pop culture as well. Again. Please don't forget to like, share, subscribe our episodes on Apple Podcasts, as well as following us on Instagram and Facebook. Now, without further ado, here's the episode with the origins of Kyle Stratton. Back to another episode of Opinioneering. Thank you all so much for hanging in there. This Louis skipped out last week on an episode, but we're going to be coming out with a new one this week, and this is it. We're going to be starting with the origins of, and I'm going to hold on to that because I need to introduce our other hosts. Uh, we have, go ahead. Assalamu alaikum. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm trying to try it again. What's cracking? <laughs> we have Jason. Yeah, it's me. <laughs> what is that one? Just. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, Danny was making fun of my emo entrance. It's kind of like I've shaped it. I've really worked on the tone. Like, and Jason. Hey, guys. Yeah, you sound like Ross. <laughs> Damn you. <laughs> you sound like Ross. Straight Damn up, you, you like to Ross. hell. 
Uh, and I am Danny Murray, one of your founding hosts. Today, Colton will not be on the episode again. Uh, he actually is extremely busy. We tried so hard to get him on an episode this past weekend, but he was just really busy. So we really miss him, and it's going to be kind of like when Jason had to take a hiatus because of his school and stuff, and now it's Colton's turn. But we're still going to be keep going, and we still uh, love uh, love Colton and can't wait to have him back. So Miss you, bud. Yeah. So we're going to do the origins of Kyle Stratton. Say hi, Kyle. Hi, guys. <laughs> that, that was my Jason impression. Right, that was your Jason impression? No. You, you, you need about 13 Sorry. more shots <laughs> and about 10 more years of depression. <laughs> I'm already for that. <laughs> my life has seen some shit. <laughs> You're not ready for this. <laughs> it's gonna be like remember in um, gosh, what was it? Uh, forever? No, not Forever Evil. Forever um, Young. Final Crisis. In Final Crisis, like Darkseid was making all these Batman clones, mm-hmm. and then when he gave them, they're like, "You want to be Batman? Give them all Batman's memories." And then like they all immediately they all- <laughs> died because they couldn't handle the trauma of being Batman. <laughs> what? <laughs> it's like. <clears throat> <clears throat> Goodness gracious. I, I wonder if like any of the Justice League looked and was like, damn, Bruce, why the fuck have you been? <laughs> right. Where have you been, man? Uh, and then Bruce is like, I've seen some shit. <laughs> Do some stuff. So we're going to be going through the origins of Kyle Stratton. If you guys don't know, the origins episode is whenever we have a new guest on the show. We talk to them about their favorites, so um, how they got into movie culture or pop culture. Or just sometimes people are like, dude, I never really got into it. I've just always loved movies. So we're going to be talking about that. And we're going to be talking to Kyle about his favorite movies, his favorite music, uh, maybe some of his favorite comic book characters, maybe his favorite comics that he's read here uh, recently, and then we're just going to move on. And there might be some bunny trails, but yeah, (laughs) that's the way we do things. So, we are going to get... Jason, what are you doing? He's like... Are you writing a novel over there? Kinda. I gotta take notes. (laughs) You're taking notes like, his name is Kyle (laughs) Kyle. Stratton. Stratton. How many jokes can be made with Kyle? (laughs) Damn. So we're gonna start it off. Kyle, how old are you? Um, twenty four years old. Twenty four. I had to think about it. Yeah, I'm Jack Bauer, bitch. <laughs> twenty four, Jack Bauer. Um, okay, so when did you start getting into movies and pop culture? Well, actually, let me ask you this: Have you listened to our show before? <laughs> Have I listened to Opinionarian before? I listened to the first ten episodes within six days. So. <laughs> I've listened to Opinionarian before, and that's like three hours per episode, so that's like... Those were our early days. Our early days, it was a very, very long. They were less... They're still over an hour every time, though, pretty Sometimes. much. Origins so. are usually relatively short, but yeah. our like, full-blown episodes are pretty No, I, I've definitely listened to Opinionarian before, and I was telling the guys before this that this is probably the closest I'll get to like a celebrity dream come true, because like... I listen to it so much. The only thing that can top this is when I meet Elijah Wood. When I meet, <laughs> when I, when I meet him during the Lord of the Rings trail on New Zealand. That's 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 gonna be the big. That's that's, that's what's gonna top. He's gonna, he's gonna meet him on the like Lord of the Rings trail in New Zealand, but then he's gonna be like, "I loved you in Huck Finn." <laughs> Flipper was great. <laughs> he's like, "Hey, no, you know what you're gonna do? You're gonna what's go up? up to him in like half tears to be like." I can't carry the ring, Mister. Okay, if you say a line, you have to say a line to him though, and then just pick him up. Dude, what if he like doesn't get it though? Like, what if that would shut? That would shatter me so bad. I would. I'm not ready for that shit yet. (laughs) (laughs) Like you would think, like, dude, when I meet Robert Downey Jr. or when I meet Chris Nolan or when I meet, it's like when I meet Elijah Wood. (laughs) Like I was like, what the fuck? Is this 2003? 
chill. <laughs> so, you've listened to Opinioneering. Yeah. And just to let you know, the only reason why we keep this podcast going is because the closest that we're ever going to get to Stardom 2. <laughs> That's why we keep doing it. Um, okay, so, listen to Opinioneering. You know what Origins is like, so we'll start off with, hey, wh- like, movies. What are your favorite movies? Why do you love movies? How is that nerd part of your cranium there and like what do you look for when you look when you watch movies and stuff that's a loaded question not loaded. that's a big question <laughs> i'll take it piece by piece um so when i first got into like really watching i mean like watching and like analyzing and understanding movies um was right around the time he first started listening to opinioneering so, <laughs> <laughs> so it's been a good four weeks guys <laughs> um well, I think I started watching movies because I'd finally accepted that I wasn't really going to be good at anything else. Like, for a long time, I wanted to avoid, at like... Watching, like, the reason why you watch movies because you won't be good at anything so, else? So, I, I, I... Hear me out here. Okay. For a long time, like, I, I didn't want to have any semblance of nerd in me. I only ever wanted to be, like, the cool kid. So, I tried sports for a while. No, I tried, like... uh music for a while like i wanted to do something I musical like... sport <laughs> <laughs> i try athletic stage diving you know? <laughs> um but like i sucked at sports um yeah i still kind of suck at music and um uh, i think i finally accepted that you know what i'm just gonna be bred to that guy who's gonna read books and watch movies all day so um having accepted that well um, that's 90 percent of our demographic so you're <laughs> hey <laughs> my people. <laughs> um, so I think that it was only about five years ago that I had started actually paying attention to the movies that I watched. Cause for a while I was your typical, like uh, what's the blockbuster of the week kind of thing. Like I loved transformers movies for a long time. Whoa. So I mean, like, yeah, that was bad. <laughs> but thank you for coming on the show. Kyle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna get some. You're gonna get some bad fan mail. Yeah, I'm gonna be like, what is this guy? I don't anymore. Colton's gonna be like, this guy? Because Colton rags on Transformers. Okay, no, he doesn't rag on Colton. I don't like him anymore. No, no, no. He doesn't rag on him. He rags on people like Jason, who's like, oh, the destruction of everything. But he's like, dude, Transformers—they destroyed the world. No one cared. But like, um, when I I eventually began to develop more of an appreciation towards movies and begin to look for uh, actual substance in the movies that I watched. And uh, so some top movies that I really enjoyed. So um, one of these I'll get out of here because it's the sake of, for the sake of nostalgia, uh, as was made obvious by my Elijah Wood comment earlier. I love the Lord of the Rings movies. Uh, those are the only movies that consistently can make me cry every time I watch all what three What part of them. makes you cry? The ending, dog. I'm not ready for it. When, Wait, uh, the ending of each one? The ending of uh, the, the trilogy. The oh, ending okay. of the third one. Okay. When Frodo leaves. I, I get it. I, I, it hits me pretty bad every single time. Jason, um, did you cry when you first watched it? Because you were like a huge, huge Lord of the Rings nerd. Like, you just made a reference to me on Sunday about like like Sauron. Oh yeah. So when Saruman is has the crystal ball, I'm like, oh god, nerd. <laughs> like we have a nerd podcast, but like I'm like, damn, that's a nerd. <laughs> so did you cry? Not in the movies. When I read the books, I did. Oh god, <laughs> even better. Like how how you can't even get more nerdy, dude. dude. If you take his books, you'll see the tear stains probably. There's like pages. It's all like, and then Samwise said. 
Mr. Frodo, don't go or I can't follow. And it's like, why are there's it's you, the pages are all dried up with tears. I like how your Sam voice sounds nothing like Sean Master's <laughs> <Right>? Sam voice. <laughs> Sean probably was like, oh, he's happy that he didn't sound like that. <laughs> Mr. Frodo, don't uh, go. I can't follow. So, Lord of the Rings. Lord of the Rings. So, um, Shawshank Redemption is one that I've always really liked because um, I think that was the first movie that was not like a full-blown action movie that I actually really appreciated and enjoyed. It also kind of tugged my emotions when he finally like got out of the, uh, out of the prison. Spoilers. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the movie's... Literally 14 years old. Oh, no, 24 years old. And if yeah, no one's dude, seen it. came out the year I was born, 94. Oh, God, you were born in 94? Yeah, that's when I was 24. No. Yeah. The movie came out in 2004. 2000. Wait, what? I was. Uh-uh, IMDb. Uh-uh. Sorry. I'm 94. sorry. I thought we were talking about Lord of the Rings still. Shawshank. We're talking about Shawshank. Oh, that came out 2001, <laughs> 2, and 3. Yeah. Not even 2004. Yeah. All right. I, was, I'm, I wasn't listening. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm paying attention to Kyle now. I'm back now. <laughs> Um, so <clears throat> the dark Knight also stands out for me as far as movies go, because it was the first superhero movie that I felt that I gave a rat's ass about like that. And also I was like, this is heavy, you know, and the themes and the, the ending was like really not what I expected. Cause it wasn't your typical, you know, it's, uh, get the girl, defeat the villain. Everybody worships me kind of superhero movie. You know, it was very, it was dark. I mean, it, it lived up to its title there, and I thought that uh, Rises was a perfect complement to it. Um, so I put this one down because uh, what I also like about <clears throat> what, what, what sticks out in my mind about movies is the way they can make me feel. So uh, the movie Nightcrawler, it came out like ah, 2013, 14, I, I think. still have not seen that. Really? Thing. Oh, I've dude. wanted to watch it. Like, I see it on, okay, I have to pick my time to watch my movies very wisely. Because my wife cannot watch anything scarier than like the Brave Toaster movie. Like, <laughs> like my wife walked out during Iron Man because she was so scared. Yeah, what? I get you. I get you. Yeah, yeah. Like no, Whitney <laughs> cannot. So I think, dude, I finally saw Dunkirk last week. I still haven't seen it. It's Don't really good. It. You can I'm... borrow it. Oh yeah, yeah. I still see Passengers. You let me borrow that one too. <laughs> <laughs> you got to get on that. But I just watched Dunkirk because she doesn't like like war movies. Because they're scary and too suspense and they're too real, so she can't. So I have to pick my movies very carefully, especially a movie like Nightcrawler that's very suspense-driven, yeah, very thriller-based. So, yeah, I haven't been able to. So I'm sad about that. But anyways, Nightcrawler. Dude, Nightcrawler because, well, now I don't want to say too much about it because I don't want to spoil it. Jason, did you watch but, it? Yeah. Okay, then you guys can talk about it. If there's majority rules on opinioneering. If that person okay. didn't watch it, you're, 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 you're shit out of luck. Because Dang. what that movie made me feel, which I never felt before, was such hatred for the protagonist and such discontent for how, the, how, how it ended pretty much here. And like I never felt like so discontent with the way that things are. But it's also a good reminder. Like I kind of like movies that don't always end happy because I mean that's not always very realistic. You know, you know? every movie that ends unhappy is a realistic movie. Exactly, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> that's and, nice. Uh, it was um like so that one always will stick out in the back of my mind for that reason. Um like also like uh this is a TV show, but uh Breaking Bad I thought was that's fantastic. Yeah. Just yeah. recently finished that one. Um. I'm going to start The Wire here pretty soon, um, and I, I heard that one's really good also. So are you going to do Friday Night Lights before or <clears throat> after The Wire? Oh, that's right. I still have to watch that. Um, you know, 
So you you talked about it a lot. It must be pretty good. I've never seen a single episode. Before. Must no no. It's not pretty good. <laughs> if the Lord of the Rings made you cry, okay. Friday Night Light. Well, not, probably not because they're two different mediums. They're two different everything. <laughs> not mediums. Well, one's television. Yeah. One's but I mean, it's two different. I don't know. It's kind of they they kind of they're like those Venn diagrams that are like two circles that overlap just a little right. bit. In some places of like, dude, like when you're at your lowest and you got no more energy to go, but you're gonna do so because of your love for other people. That's Friday Night Lights. Okay. Just like Sam is to Frodo. So I, it kind of tickles the same exact thing. Okay. But I, Jason's looking at me like, just shut up. Just, just <laughs> no. shut, 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 shut up. No, shut I was going to say, just, there's, shut the fuck up. <laughs> there's this podcast called Ear Hustle, and it basically takes place inside San Quentin Prison. And it's like written and produced by prisoners. And one of the episodes. Oh, yeah, it's a great. One of the episodes is about like, how do they pass time in prison? So they go around interviewing the different guys. And one group is sitting there talking about like what TV shows they watch. And one of them is like, man, I like to watch, um, what is it called? Uh, this is Us. And he's like, yeah, you probably cry at that shit, huh? And he's like, no, nah, man, I cry at Friday Night Lights. And the other, guy, <laughs> and the other guy's like, no, nah, but you're allowed to cry during that shit, though. <laughs> that is true. Like, I, that's prisoners. <laughs> that's prisoners. So I think this is a wrong comparison, but this was the comparison that was drawn to me by somebody who's seen this show. They compared it to Degrassi. Is it like Degrassi or is it? Oh, 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 that person? Yeah. I don't know who it is. I won't say his or her name. <laughs> Do I know this person? I don't think so. Though. Okay, that's fine. Then you don't have to say that. I mean, you're in the same circles with this person, but like, I don't think you know this person. Is it theater? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, okay. No, never mind. But that person. See, Jason has judgmental eyes like, be careful, be careful, don't be too mean, don't, don't over back to old Danny who's just pure asshole when it comes to, when it comes to the people. I'm like, that person is wrong. has a right to their own <laughs> stupid opinion. That is the essence of opinioneering. Yes, but it is not. Mm. It is not. Okay. No, because Degrassi is like, if what we perceive real life to be, Friday Night Lights is like, no, like my wife refuses to watch it, not because it's scary. It's because she's like, no, that's depressing as shit because that's, that's our life. That's life. Mm. It can be depressing sometimes. People are like, oh, look at, the, look at the puppies and rainbows. Life's not about puppies and rainbows. Life's about every single defeat and overcoming every single defeat in your life. And that's Friday Night Lights. Is it like One Tree Hill at all? No. What are you doing? <laughs> okay, I'll say this. I would say the pilot episode is hands down probably the single greatest pilot episode in all of television history. Yeah. And then Behind the, Smallville to me. I, no. Honestly, Smallville was actually a great pilot. And then the first season is easily in the top five greatest seasons. But it's it's not at all it's not at all like a teenage melodramatic whatever. Like let's just I don't know if you're familiar with like explosions in the sky. Yeah. Um so they do the soundtrack to the show. No. And that basically should tell you something about what you're in for. And Boom. Yeah, I'm gonna bring it up right now. It's like play it in the background. <laughs> yeah, fans need to hear this. Yeah, um, but hold anyways, on, hold on. I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna play it while you're giving the description. <laughs> there you go. There it is. There it is. Right now, we need to have a Coach Taylor speech. Like, there comes a time. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Ah, when every man will be defeated, but this fight is not over yet. Yeah. Hold on, I'm going to look up Coach Taylor's Right, here we go. This is going to be a moment, guys. (laughs) 
but no it's seriously really good it's it's all about um if i were to put it like sure because it's like a you know features high school characters there is like some relationship drama but that's not the crux of the series it's a lot more i guess we best summed up in people who are just trying to do good and do better than their circumstances but life just like knocks them down at every turn um so it it really is about the human spirit it's a show that takes place and uses football as a set piece but more so than that football is an allegory that no matter how many times you get knocked down you get up again you keep fighting and you push onward towards victory because sometimes even the smallest accomplishments when you've walked through paths of darkness for so long can feel like monumental victories that we all need to rally around together at the indomitable nature of the human spirit and we will not fail because together together we will rise that's right quote is every man at some point in his life is going to lose a battle he's going to fight and he's going to lose but what makes him a man is not is in that midst of that battle he does not lose himself if this music and that speech that Jason gave and that little quote that I said doesn't make you be like, let's go fuck this team up. <laughs> if that doesn't get you going, you're dead. Bro. You're dead. <laughs> you're dead. Be like, but One Tree Hill and Chad Michael Murray. <laughs> Shut up. Shut up. <laughs> Chad Michael Murray, my ass. Hey, he was left behind. <laughs> oh, so was Nick Cage. And he made that movie. Dude, I feel like after this, Kyle just earned his place as like the scrub on this episode. Like, Shut it, Kyle. <laughs> Every day. <laughs> I've accepted my role in life. <laughs> Degrassi <laughs> with Drake. Oh okay. come on! I didn't say. I, I, I said this is what I've heard. I didn't say it. Well, was. you've heard wrong, Kyle. Okay. You need to listen to more. You know how, like, in some religions, there's like, if your phone, like, you're backsliding, like, you need to read more. <laughs> you need to listen to more. <laughs> True. I'm getting. I, I'm getting into it. <laughs> I've listened to ten episodes in six days, man. <laughs> All of that being said. If you skipped the second season, I wouldn't fault you. The only reason why you need the second season is to understand what the hell's happening in the third. <laughs> but that was when the writer strike happened in like 2007, 2006, 2007? Somewhere in there. That they were like, hey, intern number five. <laughs> you want to write? <laughs> okay. <laughs> so it's still good. It's still better than the... Breaking Bad at their worst is like other shows trying to be at their best. So that show's like really good. Hold on, this is a good breakdown right here. There you go. Okay, so anyways, we'll lower that. So Friday Night Lights. So The Wire. You can go into that. You watch Breaking Bad. Yeah. So what's other television shows that you're all that that, that you really dig? That I really dig. Um, I really like Sons of Anarchy. Really? Yeah. So I mean, okay, I like say this much. Male I did opera. not like every season. The last couple ones, I thought it ended good, but last couple ones I wasn't crazy about. Um, I'm a sucker for sitcoms, so um, okay, I okay. love The Office. I love Parks and Rec. Um, I, I've i come to appreciate Friends more. Um, I get a lot of flack for saying this, but How I Met Your Mother will forever be one of my favorite shows I've ever seen. And I know you're one of the guys that gives me flack for that. That's, that's fine. No, I'll get here. It's kind of like... For that show is kind of like, um, it's kind of like Grey's Anatomy to me. The first three, no, three, first three, four seasons of Grey's Anatomy, I'm all for. 
Like, I actually very much enjoyed him. The first two or three seasons of How I Met Your Mother was good. I actually, I actually enjoyed him. But then it was like, it, I think they, they're like, How I Met Your Mother, guess it. It's like, it's, it's a dad telling a story to the kids, and they're going to figure out who's the mom. And then by, like, season, the beginning of season two, like, oh, it's going to be, by the end of the freaking pilot, they're like, oh, it's going to be Robin. And everyone's like, oh, shit. They said it wasn't going to be Robin. No, it was going to be Robin. It was always going to be Robin. It was always going to be Robin. That's what they said. Yeah, you know what? And J.J. <laughs> Abrams said he had an ending for Lost, too. <laughs> but you know how that turned out. Garbage. That's, that's also my cue. I haven't seen Lost yet. The first two seasons are good. <laughs> <laughs> then after that, it Doesn't goes do downhill very fast. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny. On this website for uh, Explosions of the Sky, uh, they have... Uh, all the sh- all the shows that Explosion of the Sky has been featured on Friday Night Lights is on. But nice. anyway, so television. Okay, what about music? Let's go to music a little bit. <clears throat> yeah, so music has always been like my biggest hobby. Like I, I am the guy that always has his headphones in. Um, luckily at my work, like I'm able to have headphones in most of the day, which is, makes work a lot <clears throat> a lot easier for me. So uh, for me, like. I'm beginning to like a lot of genres now. I'm, I'm broadening my horizons. Country still has not drawn me yet, and I've listened to both the, the poppy country and what is considered real country. Neither of them have drawn me, but I'll give it a chance still. Um, metal has always been my favorite genre. What's your, by, what's your favorite metal band? Oh my gosh, Danny. That's so hard. One of your favorite. Sorry, Jason always gets mad at me when I ask someone what's no, your favorite. No, I get it like, now. You like, can't do that. He's like, that's so hard. Like, oh, I get it now. That is so hard. Like, um, <clears throat> so recently, okay, this is actually very controversial, uh, but uh, a group came back called As I Lay Dying. Okay. Made for yeah. Always one of my favorites, and their return is very controversial because of the, um, the <laughs> what's happened in the past couple years with their uh, lead singer going to prison for attempted murder of his uh, estranged wife. Uh, Oh, you didn't hear about that? Okay, so yeah, no. In 2013, Tim Lembesis, who is the lead singer of Asley Dying, um, was in like a argument and he was having a lot of fights with his estranged wife over, I believe it was over his uh, adopted kids. And um, he he tried to hire a hitman to... Oh, that wife. was him? That was him. Oh, and the okay, hitman yeah. tried to be an undercover cop. He went to prison. Didn't serve his full sentence. Got out, I think it was on good behavior. And uh, so the band came back and released a new song, like, um, two months ago, maybe. And um, so like, I am personally, like, pretty jazzed about their return. As you can imagine, it's very controversial because some people um, are on the side of, hey, why would you ever support this guy? Some people are like, I love their music, man. I don't care what the guy did. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you know? Yeah. Um, so Asley Dying, uh, Kill Switch Engaged has been a very uh, big one for me. That's in the my past. top. Um, Devil Wears Prada. I've seen them so many times. They're definitely my favorites. I forgot about Devil Wears Prada. Mm-mm. I totally forgot about Devil Wears Prada. They're still a band. They're still around. Yep. They released a new song recently. It kind of stunk, but. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, no, I love Kill Switch. Yeah, oh, I was that kid at Warp Tour like every year, pretty much. Oh. <laughs> You're that guy. Which also ended this year, I'm sad. A couple more but... questions and a couple more drinks, you'll admit that you had the Justin Bieber haircut. I'll admit that right now, man. <laughs> Justin Bieber haircut. That was... You know, I, I feel like the worst part is I go through phases after everybody's already gone through them. So I had the Bieber haircut like after everybody's always like, I'm done with that. Oh, no man. Um, but, you know, I like um, a lot of alternative... Um, okay, how do you pronounce this, guys? Paris? Pyrus? The P-V-R-I-S. I, I never pronounced it right. 
like is P-V-I-R-S? It... P-V-I-R-S. I think it's I think it's Paris. But somebody told me it was Pirates one time. No. The only thing that I know that has a V in it is churches. C H V R C H V. Yeah. Yeah. But I've never heard of Oh really? Paris. Check yeah. them out, dude. They're really good. Yeah. Um, I like them a lot. They're um, newer? Are they newer? Kind of. Their debut CD, um, which which is what got them big, came out like in 2000. And I want to say it was like 2013, but it might have been 14. Got it. Um, so, um, yeah, I, alternative. Uh, I talked to you about Jude and the Lion not too long ago. Yeah, my wife was showing me some stuff. They're pretty good. Jude and the Lion's really good. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think next to metal, pop punk has to be like my favorite genre. Like Green Day? Like punk. Green Day is great. Uh, my current favorite band is... Uh, I had an ex-girlfriend who loved Green Day. That's all she listened to. No, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's not me. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, my current favorite band in that genre is a newer band called State Champs. Mm. I would recommend anybody, if you want like just catchy songs, a catchy riff, check out some State Champs. State Champs. State Champs, baby. Um, so that's... Um, Oh, also, one of the uh, earlier guests you had on here, Danny Gallegos, mm-hmm. he showed me was one band called The Drawing Room. They had one CD, like, in 2006, and it's, like, a... It's mostly an acoustic CD. Uh, it's it's a beautiful CD. Yeah? Uh, it, yeah, it's just a self-titled CD called The Drawing Room. Great, great right there. Dude, I have to check out these bands, because mm-hmm. I haven't really heard much of these ones, so I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to check that out. So, we went from movies to television, a little bit more about you, about to music... Now let's go to uh, a little bit more nerddom, comic book characters. So, as uh, you know, uh, I've only recently got into comic books. I've read a few every now and then that have interested me, um, but recently uh, I read all the Watchmen, which, because I've been told that's, I think, I think it was your words, that's the Bible of, like, the I don't book. think it's the Bible, but okay. it, it, is it is hailed as, as the, the Bible. Bible. And, and it was it was good. I mean, I I kind of skimmed some parts because I wasn't always interested in the very introspective and nihilistic monologues but you know it was it was good for the most part um it's like quentin tarantino wrote it himself it really is that's a, <laughs> that's a very good that's a very good comparison yeah no alan, alan moore is actually in my opinion probably a better writer but that's just <laughs> um so i recently did read the dark side wars the new 52 justice league story how'd arc. you like that one? Oh, it was so good like i i was honestly like that was the first time i'd experienced like the anticipation of the next to read the next issue yeah. because like oh man it's building up to so many cool things like it did was you read cool. the the interim maybe the special like with yeah the, the specials the, the new on the, gods and whatnot yeah i read all of those yeah yeah and, it was uh, really good so yeah most are pretty good like some of them are kind of like i i kind of want to get back to the main story but you know it was good to yeah it contributed to the main story so that was really cool too actually they're actually gonna be i think here in november they're trying they're gonna start tying up something that happened in those when batman sat in the mobius chair no way and they asked who and one of his two questions was his first question was who killed my parents and who's the joker right? and then who's the joker yeah. and the and the and the chair ended up saying which one yeah so they're kind of, they're tying that out here in this like jeff john's Dude, I found out Jeff Johns is actually stepping down as head to write. Are you sure? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, I asked Roger that, and he was like, no, yeah, he's stepping down because he wants to, he, he has some stories he wants to write, and he can't get all of them done, so that's what's happening. That's what Roger said, but. Well, well, we'll see. I'm, I don't have a lot of faith in Jeff Johns these days. I know. And also, I don't have a lot of faith in DC just forever trying to bring 
in and bring back like the superstar writer. I think they need to do a better job of nurturing the talent that they have and bringing up people with creative new ideas and not like, let's swing for the fences with this superstar. Yeah, and that's what we said about uh, Michael Bendis, Johns. Yeah. Scott is now tapering down a little bit and just doing Justice League. But yeah, like that guy, Josh Williams. Joshua Williams, that writer, Jeff, Jeff, Josh, Jefferson Williams, Josh, yeah, something like that. He writes for the Flash, and he wrote a couple of the. Um, he didn't write the Raz Al Ghul one. He wrote a different one. Actually, no, I think Tim Seeley wrote all those. But anyways, he's wrote some good offshoot stories. He's actually pretty good. He's a good young writer that I would I w- I'd want to see more from. So, who are your favorite comic book characters, though? Okay, so growing up, I've always been kind of a uh, Superman. Uh, no, not really. like I think I gravitated more to the. M- the Marvel characters growing up. Uh, That's cool. But the DC comics, I mean, there's no question they're superior to Marvel comics. But for some reason, a lot of the Marvel characters drew my interest. Uh, m- mostly a couple of Marvel villains in particular. I always liked more of the um, psychotic horror side of things. So Carnage really drew me into... Uh, I-, I really was drawn by Carnage. So I read some of his stories that featured him. I tried to find stories that featured him. There was one called Carnage Mind Bomb. That was a, uh, a story. Um. Okay, I don't think I was ready. Like, I didn't. I didn't really know what comic books really how, how graphic they could really get. <laughs> I thought they were all kind of cheesy, and that shit was off the wall. <laughs> like it was like, oh my, because like you I mean like you have an alien symbiote feeding off a psychotic serial killer, yeah. And so like you can imagine like the every every page is like what he loves about killing people, pretty much, and like it gets pretty. Like, because, like, in Carnage Mind Bomb, you actually go inside Cletus Cassidy's head, and, like, you kind of wish you ever went there at some point. But, like, it's kind of like the like, movie crazy. The Cell. Did you ever watch The Cell? I've, no, I haven't. But I, uh, yeah. Jay, did you ever watch The Cell? No. With Jennifer Lopez? No. <laughs> Negative. Yeah, it was actually pretty. Um... Oh, you know, who, you know who plays a serial killer? Because it's literally that. Like, she goes into the mind of a serial killer to figure out where he hid this little girl. Okay. Do you know who the serial killer is? No. Wilson Fisk from the Daredevil. Um, yeah, yeah, that, yeah. People are like, "Oh, he did such a good job, Wilson Fisk." Well, he had some training <laughs> and he had some time to prep in the cell. He was freaking crazy. As For hell. some reason, I was thinking of a Halle Berry movie. That was the call. That was a different one. That was the call when it takes place with a, like with a phone, like literal, like phone. Right. But yeah. the suspense psychological thriller was Gotham. There was a movie that she did. I think oh. it was Cold Gotham or something like that. Halle Berry? Yeah. Oh, well, she was in Catwoman, wasn't she? Something she was Catwoman, of. but there was a Halle Berry movie, Jay. Do you remember that one? It wasn't Gattaca. It was, um, Gattaca was Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman. Um, what? Like, what is... <laughs> I said Gattaca and Gotham. The movie's called Gothica. <laughs> <laughs> Always Gothica. Close. That was a, like a really... It was kind of like a precursor to maybe... Shutter Island, where a psychologist. Oh, I love Shutter Island. Okay. A psychologist goes gotcha. crazy, and they put her in there, and because gotcha. she figured out too much. Yeah, that's that's actually that. Okay, yeah. So there was that one. Uh, there was this one. Um, it was a Spider-Man Batman crossover story um, that featured like Carnage and Joker in it, and like it was, was this like a '90s one when they did the. It might have been. I didn't check the day on it. I was just trying to find stories that Carnage in because the character interested me. And uh, it was kind of cool because Carnage and Joker had conversations, but they didn't get along because they have very different methods of killing. Like, like Joker, a very 
theatrical, uh, dramatic, um, just likes to kind of play with his victims. Right. Carnage, his idea is like, no, the beauty of killing is how instantaneous it is to see your victim in front of you and just the life drain from their eyes in a second. Well, as soon as you like, you know, you slice them up. That's the beauty of it. And Joker was, uh, he heard Carnage talking. He was like, "Fuck this shit, I'm out." And like they never spoke <laughs> again. And that was, it was kind of cool because like they didn't get along very well, very well in it. But uh, that was um that was a story that um so like a lot of stories with Carnage in it. I've read it before and uh, Dark Side Wars. I recently read. I'm, I'm uh catching up so I can try to catch up with Rebirth. Um, but yeah, so comic books I've only recently got into. Cool, 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 cool. Okay, well we got it caught up in just a little. Real quick on Kyle and what he's all about and the things that he generally enjoys. Jason, do you have any questions for Mr. Stratton? No, sir. Before we go on to the kind of like when the judge like, um, does the defendant have any uh, <laughs> counter arguments? No. <laughs> I rest my case. I rest my case. Okay. So thank you, Kyle, for coming in for Origins. You will be on on the other episodes. Let's start getting to the other episodes. And this was a nice short little origins where we're going to be going in uh, and talking about other things in uh, nerd culture. But uh, thank you so much for joining us. Uh, once again, I am Danny. We have Jason. Later, guys. <laughs> and then we also have Kyle. Kyle. <laughs> Kyle. Okay. Talk to you later, guys.